Podcasten mit Tom Reimann und David Bell. Big water bottle. I got a big one. Oh, I take got, a sip. All right, hold on, hold on. I got a, a can of uh, a, a frosty can of Diet Pepsi. Hold on. Ooh yeah. Ah, yeah. It's like a commercial. Yeah. Hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me dry my brain out with chemicals. Mm, it's the delish. opposite of hydration. No, I've been drinking water all day. Yeah, it's, you're it's, fine. It's 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 evening time now, Dave. It's time for my treat. Exactly. For your evening. My soda. evening treat. Yeah. I'm wearing a smoking yeah, yeah. jacket and a fez. <laughs> Beautiful. Sitting, as we always do. Fucking at Hugh night. Hefner yeah. sipping my Diet Pepsi. <laughs> mm, nectar. Uh, nectar of the yeah, gods. It's something. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hypecast! Hypecast! It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. And listen, look, look, and listen. We don't have a guest this week. (laughs) Right, because we just, we were really busy and we just sort of half-assed it. Yeah. With the holiday, uh, I think, I think we've been, both of us have been just like working nonstop for the past six days. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's. Bleak. I just sort of lost track of time. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but it's fine. We will, you know, we'll have guests next time. But hey, it's you know what? When we don't have guests, that means you still get to listen to me and Dave. And honestly, lucky you. Yeah, lucky you. Lucky you. Look at look at you. Look at you right now. You yeah. have it all. You lucky ducks. Oh no, wait. Yeah. It's, it's luckier than a duck. You lucky horses. You lucky, lucky horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You feel the power of that luck. Yeah. Yeah. Horse <laughs> sure. is a powerful animal, Dave. It really is. I <laughs> met a horse the other day, actually. <laughs> what was that like? It was, was fine. It, was it like your, your DoorDash driver? No. Did your DoorDash it was, ride a horse? It was a, it was a controlled horse situation, so mm. it wasn't as exciting. Like, it's not like yeah, meeting a wild horse. You gotta horse, get those rogue you know? horses, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a street horse. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'd love a good street horse. <laughs> One of them corner horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just find a horse on the street. Yeah. Like a pigeon. Yep. So God, it's, wouldn't it's... it be great if cities just had horses like they have pigeons? Yeah. Where there's just loose horses everywhere? A horse infestation. That would be great. That's the world I want to live in. We could make that world, Dave. We could make that happen. I think we could. We I start think, now. So, we just go and we just release all the horses. We become the new ALF. Yeah. You well, you have to like so you create a situation where you release so many horses mm-hmm. that the city simply can't get them all. Right. And so at a certain point they'll get some of them, but at a certain point they're just like ah. Yeah. We just overwhelm. Take care of itself. Yeah. With sheer numbers. Yeah. And then they'll introduce uh, a, a, an alien predatory species uh, into the environment to take care of the horses. Right. Uh, I don't know if that, I guess bears. The bears uh, bears yeah. are their natural predators, right? That's what he, horses. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So like now we're just going to have cities full of bears and horses 
and 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 the and yeah, and the world will be returned back to the bears and the horses. It's just as as it was intended. Nature, mm-hmm. life finds a way. It will. Yeah. Our next yeah. president is going to be a bear. Yeah, yeah. Bear Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. A bearocracy. Yeah. A bearocracy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, this is going great. <laughs> you know, this could be the whole I, episode for all I care. It kind of, it kind of is. It kind of is going great. <laughs> I'm not against this. You know, no. I think it's fine. This is, this is when this is when you and I don't have to put on airs for exactly. for a fancy guest. We don't have to make a guest feel like we have our shit together. Right? You know? Yeah. We don't have to try to convince a guest that we're not completely insane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because we clearly do that when we have guests. Oh yeah, you normally know? yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 we really cater to the guests that have to introduce themselves. Yeah, we really, we really make it an easy, not at all confusing or, or intimidating situation for our guests. Exactly, it's fine. <laughs> Look, we're 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 little teddy bears, Honestly, uh, which will yeah. be great in this bearocracy we're facing. You know, mm, I for one welcome our bear overlords. Yeah, yeah, I'd work for a bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're talking about like the the hairy dudes, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, yeah. The bear the, culture, stuff. yeah. The bear culture, yeah. The 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 nickname for a specific type of sexual partner. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. Okay, I was just making sure. Yeah. Um, it could also be the name? animals. <laughs> bears riding no. bears. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. Why not? Man, I would do well in that community. I think you uh, would, it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I always felt bad where I was like, I feel like I was built for that community. Unfortunately, I'm not a part of it. So, yeah. you know, what can I do? You know, that's just, that's life. We just sit here making our humble hype casts. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's, let's name, name some, some producers. producers. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, I just did a, I just did a, like, so every now and then I go through our producer list and I like, I, I redo it. I check to see who's at the tiers and whatnot. You should probably so do that like, once a month, right? Because that's when... Anyway, you guys don't need to learn about that. <laughs> yeah. No, what, I, uh, what I'm getting to is if your name is missing, let me know. Because I'm pretty sure I didn't accidentally lose anybody. But sometimes I do. Uh, so if, if, you are, if you are a producer and you don't hear your name, uh, DM, DM us through the Patreon and just let me know. Yeah. Uh, that's all. Uh, anywho, uh, big thank you to Hombre. Hombre. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Thank, thank you, you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's thank head. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you so much. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Oh, yeah, he does. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you so much. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Uh, thanks, you 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 fanged bastard. Mm, thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Ah, uh, boy does he. Yeah, and thank you to David Knife Boot Hanson. Thank you very much. All right, let me take over here. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank, thank you. you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. Bwam. Bwam indeed. Bwam. Bwam. <laughs> Uh, thinking of Deborah's awesome, Barbara's great, and cancer can go to hell. 
Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Always, always. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Chiz. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. And thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you very much. Thank all you all right. very much. Uh, we have trailers. We do. It's we... a weird trailer week. Uh, yeah. There, it's it's a little. I don't know. I like it. I like it. It's eclectic. I'm not this against week. it. Yeah. Uh, but our first trailer is the Woman King, which I think is just called a queen. But sure. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't even think like, about that till right now. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, they're they're going for something. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. It's it 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 does get a specific idea in your mind. Yeah. This uh, just, just because of the looks, way language works. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this looks, uh, this is Viola Davis. I know. Being a, a badass. As, yeah, a warrior in Africa, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it's based off a true story, or at least inspired by true events. I'm guessing it's like Braveheart, where it's like, Probably, yeah, yeah, we're playing it real fast and loose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's okay, because this looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 I never would have thought of of viola davis for a role like this but man she's fucking awesome in this trailer it's so good it's yeah. so perfect it's yeah. like i'm so fucking yeah pumped to see her specifically because she's such a good actress and she's mm-hmm. such a badass mm-hmm. but she never gets to play like a she literal yeah she badass. well do... she she plays like amanda walker and shit you know yeah but like yeah she plays characters that have presence but uh, not a lot of action thus far yeah uh in her career and she's incredible for her fences. Like yeah, it's just mm, like I'm <laughs> so I am so fucking pumped for this. It's the uh, so the only thing that gives me a little pause mm-hmm. is that it's the director of the old guard, which wasn't a particularly uh, yeah. like amazing film. But to be honest, uh, I don't give a shit. This yeah. looks great. Yeah. And like the, the old guard is fine. It's not bad. Like the old guard is, I would argue maybe the writing is a little, little. You it know. wasn't. It was in my memory. It wasn't the direction so much in that movie. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so I'm just. I don't know, man. It's we haven't described what it's about. You kind of have to just watch the trailer. It seems to be like just a group of women warriors mm-hmm. in a, like an epic where yeah. they're like killing, taking down killing some British people. I think. Yeah, taking down the British. Uh, they, they 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 choose some real British motherfuckers. You I know, know it's, it's, the way the way the timing of the trailer worked out. It was like the words were flashing on screen. And it was like these, you know, uh, the, the elite warriors fighting an ultimate evil. And like right after ultimate evil, it cuts to the most <laughs> willowy, evil-looking British guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, when, when he was being cast, he like looked at the pages and he's like, ah, fine. I know he looks what this like is. he looks like the the seventh generation of like a cookie fortune air or something like (laughs) the fanciest fancy boy (laughs) right it's so it's so funny because it's like (laughs) because he he really is just like yeah "Yeah, i'll be exactly what you need me to be i get it i get it it was was like i know um, i know the history of of england it's fine i'll do it 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 was he was like he was like a stringy haired little lord fauntleroy basically basically yeah Yeah. if little lord fauntleroy got really into heroin that's what this guy looked like (laughs) 
<laughs> Pretty much. It's really funny how, like, the way Russians were villains in, like, the 80s. Yeah. Whenever there's a historical film like this, it's always the British well, because, because, you know. Because that's history. I saw <laughs> yeah. people on Twitter were pointing this out, and I'm not sure of the exact number, but it was, like, so uh, you know, because this past week was uh, Independence Day in America. So people were pointing out, it's like, yeah, there's something like, I think, nine, uh, 90 countries or something around the world that all celebrate an Independence Day that's specifically independence from the British. Right. And so, you know, like your country fucked up. If yeah. that's the case. <laughs> Not, you're going like... to be the bad guys in a lot of movies. Right. Um, I'm, I'm sure they're doing fine now. I yeah. haven't checked the news, but I'm sure everything's fine over there. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Also, John Boyega is totally in this. I thought that was him. Okay, but they He's, don't name him. I, I, they don't really no, put his name. No, it's an IMDb. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to check an IMDb because I was like, did I? Yeah. Did I get a flash of Boyega in this? Mm. Uh, so fucking fuck yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, when does this come out? Is it coming out in theaters? I hope it's, it's in theaters. Said, I believe it's said exclusively in theaters, yeah. Okay, thank God. Yeah, I think most of these are theater movies that we're talking about. Mm. Which, That's good. Which, if you've heard, I don't know if you've heard, Dave, but- if you've know. heard, word yeah. on the street is that the movies, Dave, right? They're back. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, They've returned. Cool. That's great. That's great news, Tom. Like Batman and Superman before them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're back. They're mm-hmm. back, baby. Um. All right. Well, let's talk about this next thing, which I'm now learning is a TV series. Oh. Uh, which, yeah, that's interesting. This is called keep breathing although on imdb it's credited just as breathe and i don't know pick one pick one you can't have both yes i mean sometimes they i don't know you know how this works <laughs> yeah i know i think keep breathing is better to be honest breathe is I like too. breathe I is a little a too generic yeah yeah uh and this is um uh, uh, a woman who is lost in the wilderness yeah and, and it's a plane like crash, a survival right? yeah yeah and so to be honest the fact that this is a series makes me less interested in it because I'm all for a survival tale, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, the edge and, and the revenant and all that, all that good stuff. A series that just feels like, Oh no, she's never going to get out of that fucking woods. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a it's limited series. So yeah. 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 And it looks like she's, uh, it's, it seems like it's a series of flashbacks, right? Right. It's oh. like, she's go- kind of going through her life. Um, as she, you know, as she's trying to survive in this wilderness, which is, uh, there's, it's reminding me of a, something similar that I can't quite pull right now. But um, I do like that device of how it's like, okay, let me think yeah. back on this memory, and that's going to inform what I'm doing right now in these woods to stay alive. Right. Um, it's not particularly like I've seen it before done, yeah, but yeah. like it, this just, I don't know. It looks, uh, it looks compelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Netflix, yeah, show. Yeah, you're right. I am slightly less interested now that it's a, knowing that it's a show. That is a little surprising. But Eric, it does say it does say mini series. Okay, so it's yeah, five episodes, which I, that kind of brings me back on board. To oh, that's be honest. not too bad. Yeah, that's not too long. Yeah, a short mini series. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, I haven't the person the people behind it. It's the writer of the Lovebirds, which is weird. Oh, um, yeah. And then um, uh, the other, like, or sorry, the story that, like, the the story is by. The other writers did stuff like, I don't know, they worked on uh, just various TV. Nothing really that pops out for me. So 
I don't I, recognize I, that, any of the actors either. So this yeah, is one all... of them worked on Snowpiercer, uh, a couple episodes, the Orville one episode. So it's like, okay, yeah, sure. They're just people who like kind of, uh, you know, sometimes have some TV experience just making things. Yeah, this is one where it's like, I might have to be told this is really good to to watch it, mm-hmm. but it does look compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know. Do you have any other things to say? No, about I this? just I like. You know, I like having a nice, quiet drama every now and then. Uh, I do too. This this looks like it could fit that bill for 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 myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to talk about this next trailer. I don't know what is going on in this trailer. <laughs> I almost did this as more hype, but it actually doesn't have that good reviews. It's it sounds like it's. So this is The Last Journey of Paul W.R. Mm-hmm. And on IMDb, it's just The Last Journey. It says it came out in 2020, but it looks like it's um, actually releasing August 2022. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been going around festivals, you know? Yeah. Um, this looks like an accomplishment in indie visual effects. Yes. It's a sci-fi movie that looks, it's kind of got a Fallout slash uh, Outer Worlds vibe to it. Yeah. Um, where it's a lot of like neon and kind of s- a little post-apocalyptic, but not quite. Uh, right. It's just more like in a broken down stage where like there's still civilization, but like, you know, um, and it looks really cool. But like this, I don't know what, I don't know yeah, what I don't know if that tr- means it'll be good. Yeah. There's like some like Paul W.R. is this like. Uh, from what I've gathered from the trailer is like some sort of famous astronaut who's supposed to save the planet from something, but he disappeared. And then this guy crashes down and meets this little girl. And this little girl is convinced he's Paul WR and they're on like a road trip or something. Um, yeah, it's, it's sort of hard to piece together what the hell this movie's right. about, but it, it sure looks cool. It looks really cool. Yeah, it really it, does. It looks, yeah. It's like, it's hard to describe. It's got some cyberpunky stuff in yes, it. Yes, that's a better um, an- analogy. Yeah, yeah, but Fallout is good because it's very desert. Mm. Uh, it's not. It's it's from a country. It's got the professional in it. So yeah, so it, it made it, me think French, but I don't know. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. It uh. It looks. It, yeah. It looks worth seeing because yeah, it just I, looks fucking really creative and beautiful. It's just Lord knows. Like I said, there it wasn't getting the highest reviews, and mm-hmm. it seemed like it was people saying like this is all visuals and not much else. Huh. Uh, Sometimes you know, it's, it's got fine. film is a visual medium. Yeah, I mean, it's got a five point three on IMDb with like eight hundred reviews. It's, uh, it's Rotten Tomatoes isn't that great. That's what I mean. Is like it sounds like it's it's maybe d- d- unsatisfying in some way, which still makes me want to see it. Yeah, I still want to watch it still looks really pretty Mm -hmm. it's this is one where people should definitely check out the trailer yeah uh, because it's just honestly you should look up a few of the things we've been talking about today for sure yeah yeah. it's a big there's a big red planet in the sky that's like slowly approaching earth Mm -hmm. and i i think that's the idea yeah Yeah, that must be the danger yeah it's supposed to go out and save everybody from it and then they disappear yeah and so, yeah, it's about the fate of the earth, et cetera. And yeah, like some kid and it's in, yeah, the CGI isn't perfect, but it's very well done. It's real stylized uh, too. So it doesn't, the fact that it's not like, you know, obviously they didn't have a huge budget to do it kind yeah. of works in its favor for the 
yeah. look that they're going for. It's like rundown cyberpunk, so it's like there's flying cars, but they're crappy. Yeah, they gotta suck. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I love that. I I do very much love yeah. that look that they're creating here. Where it's like it's like retro futurist, like a little bit, yeah. A little bit. It's it's tough. It's tough to pin down. Uh yeah. People check this one out. Yeah. Man, Slap we're blowing through these. On it. Yeah, man. Listen, sometimes we're just down to business. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like a lot of these, I, I don't know. They, they just, uh, they all look pretty awesome. Uh, and so, like, I'm, I'm not like, there's nothing like, uh, well, I guess besides Amsterdam, there's nothing like that particularly pisses me off yet. <laughs> um, let's see if this keeps going with, yeah. um, Let's hypochondriac find out what's next yeah hypochondriac is uh as you can see it's the one where i'm like oh this is this has a thousand views i'm gonna put it on here yeah um it it i i did because it kind of looks compelling it's it, about it does yeah uh yeah it's about a, a guy who um i believe like starts feeling like his body is haunted um, or his body is falling apart while being haunted by what I'm reading here is a manifestation of his childhood trauma, which is like yeah, he's a, a very creepy looking person in like a wolf outfit. Yeah. He's, he's a gay man. Uh, and he's having, I think, I think it starts with him having like flashbacks of the time when he was, his mother is uh, disturbed and she tried to kill him when he was a child. Right. Um, so it's there's a there's an aspect of he's like, am I getting what my mother had? Because uh, you know he's starting to see this weird shit. Right. Um, a little hereditary in there, and the trailer at least seems to imply that him being gay is significant. That right. Is yeah. The, the trailer the calls it a queer horror movie, so I right. assume it's not gonna. I don't know. <laughs> I, assume, I assume it's yeah. part of it's part yeah. of the idea it's, of like it's part of it. Yeah. How, how why he feels like he yeah. like why his mom punished him or why he feels like he's i don't know i i, I probably shouldn't speculate just because it's just a trailer but right. there's probably some allegory in there that has to do with that mm -hmm. um it looks very low budget but yeah but it not looks in a like bad way no it looks like they're making it work for them yeah that was that yeah. was part of why i wanted to include it because i was like man this looks like it actually could have some really good scares yeah in it. the way they do the effects around like the hallucinations he's having have this cool like grainy look to it. like they really lean into the idea of like you know you cg um always looks bad the more you light it uh right so and and so it's they're really leaning on that idea uh sort of uh and it's working in in their in their favor at least in this trailer so yeah. it, just, it just makes it the look fact that, creepier and, and harder to make out, you know? Right. The fact that the monster is supposed to kind of look like it's in a costume helps. Because uh, it's like the monster looks very like Donnie Darko, like yeah. Rabbit. Um, uh, and I, I think that's it's part of the point, which is it's a, a childhood fear. So it's like kind of a silly look mm -hmm. for the monster, but it's definitely sinister looking at the same time. And I'm just, I don't know. That's kind of cool. It, it, it gives me almost like Babadook vibes where like the Babadook is a creature that if seen in light, you would laugh at. 
you'd be like, oh, that's a guy going to like a goth right. club. But all the all the abstract you see of it in the movie is really creepy. Yeah, exactly. And the, this is I'm getting the same vibes there. Yeah, yeah. So like this could really be like one of those one of those films that sneaks up on you, you know? Like the Babadook. Like it looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to watch some Babadook. Babadook's pretty chill, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, had a, I haven't had a good Babadooking. Yeah, I gotta I get Babadook. Yeah. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> get do the Duke. I gotta get Babadook. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. <laughs> do the Duke. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I, it was again, yeah. It's just all good. It's yeah. it's all fucking. It's it's been smooth sailing, you guys. Uh, this next one is called Emily the Criminal, which I've. This has been on my radar for like a year. I feel like really. Uh, yeah, it just kept popping up when I do the like movies that deserve more hype stuff. Mm-hmm. This would always pop up, and it doesn't look like a bad movie, but it never. It didn't like blow me away. The premise. Um, this is Aubrey Plaza, which that is cool because it's her doing like a serious it's like a crime role. drama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's uh, she's doing like a credit card scam. So what she is. Yeah. She's working for this guy. And basically her job is to go take stolen credit cards and buy them. She's like the, the, the dummy shopper, basically. Right. Uh, and buy stuff with the credit cards. I mean. Right. I forget what the actual twist is in the trailer. Um, she like uh something goes bad where she's sort of like, I it looks like she gets robbed, maybe. Um, so she comes back to her like partner and it's like, fuck this, we got to step up our game. So they're they're deciding to get like more intense with their right. crime operation. That's what I s- gleaned from the trailer. Right. So it really is just like a crime drama. It's, a crime it's drama, got yeah. um, it's got what's his name from. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, Army of the Dead. He's in. Oh, here's a Luke Cage. He's uh, here's a big part of Luke Cage. Um, um, Theo Rossi. That's his name. He's he's really a that guy for me. Where I keep seeing his face, and he has a very distinct face. He's also he's in a lot of things. Gotcha. Like you'd know his face um, for sure. So he. I don't know. Good for him. Yeah. Way to go! <laughs> I, I I always enjoy when he's in a movie. He always plays kind of a kind of an asshole, kind of like a villainous because he's got he's got jerk face. He definitely has jerk face. Yeah, sometimes you have prick face. What are you gonna do about it? You make yeah, it work and I for think you. he's he's the villain in this too. I believe. Uh, yeah, this is like such a weird movie to exist because it's not like it's not like Aubrey Plaza doing like monster or something like that where it's like oh my god what you know it's not adam sandler and punch drunk love it's aubrey plaza just being like yeah i can act in a like a thriller (laughs) it's like what it's like such a weird because she also did chucky remember she did yeah the new child's play (laughs) yeah and like she's good in that she's there's nothing wrong with it it's just weird because it almost feels like it's not using her talents like she's doing these roles that are very like muted and like again good she's doing a good job but it doesn't feel like like you know she's very funny mm-hmm. uh and she's uh, can do a lot of outrageous performances and so it's interesting to watch her do these ones that are like pretty calm and like just like yeah i feel like this could have been anybody playing this i feel like she has like a similar sort of career to like adam scott 
because yeah adam scott does that too adam scott blew up with comedic roles but i don't think he's like a primarily comedic actor and i feel like that's the same thing for aubrey plaza yeah and and also they were both on fucking parks and rec (laughs) right it's the parks and rec like Mm -hmm. journey it's just very strange it's like it's 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 strange in how mundane this film is yeah you know what i mean yeah uh it seems like a pretty uh you know kind of a boilerplate crime thriller but uh you know yeah when she should be she should be making appearances in like what we do in the shadows like that would yeah, be yeah that'd be sweet <laughs> aubrey plaza and what we do in the shadows would be i mean perfect. there's time of course <laughs> the yes. new season is, is starting soon that's true but yeah i mean this doesn't look bad it's just no like, not at all it just looks like it's just like what a weird what yeah. a weird thing yeah you know it just it looks yeah. kind of like a movie like i don't know I'm trying to. Th- I was trying. To, I was trying to pull like a. Uh, I was going to say copycat, it, but copycat's not quite what I'm pulling. Well, you know? it, it's got so it's an indie film, and it's not its fault. But like, have you noticed this? Is I stray away from like indie crime films usually mm-hmm. that are this gritty because they all kind of look like those Bruce Willis films <laughs> that he puts out. Yeah, like, and it's it's not their fault because it's just low budget crime films. Yeah, but there's something about a low budget crime film that feels like like unsatisfying, which is again weird because it, I'm sure many of them are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of just their trailers. They always feel a little cheap. And they always feel like a little underwhelming because it's ultimately like, oh, yeah, it's just so, you know, crime drama. Uh, if there's no like big twist to the crime drama, then they're kind of feel like a dime a dozen. Uh, yeah, it's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. And again, that doesn't mean they're bad. Dead of Thieves is, I think, technically would count, right? Yeah, that was pretty sweet. And that movie rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean is like, uh, I think what it is is that most crime dramas, they can't in the trailer really give away what makes them unique. Right. Like if there's something unique in them, it's usually in the story, you know, like remember the one where, the, what was the one with Jared Leto getting buried? Oh, the little we, things? Yeah, which I don't remember if that was that good, but it's like it movies wasn't. like that, they always have these <laughs> twists and turns and that's yeah. sort of the point. And so they can't. They have to give you the most basic plot summary for the trailers. And they always feel like like this might spin out of control in a really interesting way, you know? Uh it might be a really interesting like journey that this character goes on, or something really fucked up happens and a twist. But they just they can't tell us that because they don't want to. So there's just no way of knowing. So it just is like, yeah, it's called Emily the Criminal. Like so that's so generic. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a, that's like a gritty kids. Uh, yeah, it's like the beginning of like yeah. a kids, a uh, young adult series. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's just like they, they, they really. It's really easy, I think, for these films to sort of like blend in mm-hmm. with the background and get lost. Yeah. Uh, all right. I agree with that, and I'm done talking about it. So let's move. All on. right. Well, we have our final trailer, which yes. of course is Clerks Three. Yeah. This yeah. is uh. Kevin Smith's Clark's three uh, in the trailer. It's um, 
the plot is Randall has some sort of heart attack. Randall or has a heart some- attack, it appears, yeah. Yeah, or something happens to him. Uh, and in the he realizes he's wasted his life, and he decides... I, I assume it's a heart attack, considering who made this movie. Yeah. Um, and, he re- and he decides to make a movie about working at the click- quick stop, so he's just making clerks. It's yeah. it's folding in on itself. Yep, it is collapse. The <laughs> the simulation is collapsing. Yeah, to the <laughs> point that he there's a scene where he's gonna kill Dante. Yeah, and he's like to prevent sequels or whatever, which is a real thing that Kevin Smith did when making the first Clerks. There's a famous ish ending, cut ending. Um, yeah, he's so meta. Yeah, he he he's. I would argue he's he's getting he's like with this Jane Silent Bob reboot like he gets it's overly a, meta. It's too meta, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's making movies about like we've talked about it before, but he's he's starting to make movies where you have to be a fan of him personally, not his right. films. Right, and the thing is, is that like. So I'm excited for this, obviously. Sure, yeah, I'm gonna watch uh, we, it. We have a whole podcast about <laughs> yeah. Kevin Smith. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna laugh at the stupid jokes in it. I am. This is a movie made for me. Uh, but what I guess concerns me is that the meta stuff used to just be in the Jay and Silent Bob movies, mm-hmm. and Clerks, like Clerks Two, that's not a meta film. No, that is like a movie that's like about stuff. Yeah, and so is Clerks. So like, uh, like to to bring the meta stuff into the clerk stuff kind of like concerns me cuz then it feels like his meta humor is overwhelming his like sensibilities yeah. you know uh and so that's my worry but also this is just a trailer so maybe this is just a detail of it and it could still like mean something about get, oh, hitting a certain age you yeah, know yeah there's a bit of that in in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot as well you know yeah oh yeah for sure um so, yeah, I figure, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm going to watch it, obviously. I'm going to probably enjoy myself. <laughs> what do you think he has on Ben Affleck? I think they're just friends, right? Yeah, it might be. It might be that. Yeah, you're right. I love that Ben Affleck is so down for this stuff sure. every time. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, I, it's harder sure, to get. I'm sure Kevin it, Smith is it loves it, too. Yeah, it's harder to get Jeff Anderson on board than it is Ben Affleck. It's more difficult for him to get Jeff Anderson to come back for movies than Ben Affleck. From what I can tell about Ben Affleck, he he has never not been the guy who will put his balls on your face while you're sleeping. Oh, yeah. Like, that is is. just who he is. He's got massive Boston energy. (laughs) Right. And and so he just loves Kevin Smith. Also, yeah, I think their buddies also, like, you know, he he owes his career to Kevin Smith. (laughs) Yeah, which is always weird. Um, so yeah, it's it's weird because the other thing that happens with Kevin Smith, which I don't think is a bad thing, it's just a, it's another thing that's like kind of overwhelming. It goes into like if you're not a fan, is that every new movie he makes, he amasses more people who love to work with him because he's a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, and he, it seems like he can't not include them. In every next film. He's like that, um, the, the, the game where you, you fucking Katamari. <laughs> He's just rolling them up and the ball's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. So every new film, the cast just balloons more and more. Yep. Yeah. And so there's going to be like 50 people he has to include in this. Yeah. 
um it's just funny it's it and at the end of the day it's like he's really living the dream yeah i'm not you know i'm not mad at him at all no not at all <laughs> not at all it's just you know it's, jay and silent he, bob reboot is barely a movie yeah well so. we, we yeah we, guys we have we have a whole podcast on kevin smith you can go listen to it yeah um and we're both fans it's definitely in his later years there's a certain amount of like nihilism where it feels like he's made all the movies he wants to make and now he's just making movies for fun and they get a return that's the beauty of it is he makes them for a certain budget he gets a return so like he is living the dream like it's hard to be mad at that where Mm. it's like man you are just making movies with your friends and having a blast and it i enjoy watching them um are they perfect movies no, no, but it doesn't seem like he's concerned about that anymore. Mm-mm. And then, and then he'll make a movie that's like Red State, where you're like, "Shit, like, yeah. that's, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah." That's again, that podcast hasn't come out yet, so we're doing one on Tusk soon. Yes, yeah, yeah. We just we just saw Tusk for the first time, Dave and I. <laughs> we did. We sure did. That was an experience. Sure was. Um, yeah, but yeah, but Kurt, yeah this this comes out this year, right? yeah it's it's they're blasting this out nice <laughs> because again it it's kind of like what he's not he's he's it's clerks it takes place probably in one maybe maybe two or three locations mm. and it's just it's just a you know people saying stuff so it's like they probably shot this in like a month yeah of course oh yeah if it took yeah. lo- if it took longer than that i'd be amazed yeah uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's a delight. If you're into Kevin Smith, then it's a delight. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 nice to see these 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 old old sons of bitches again. I know it really is. <laughs> it was nice in Clerks too. I enjoyed seeing Clerks too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, such stupid humor, and I love it. And uh, yeah, I'm sure this will I'm sure this will be full, filled with bullshit. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like so, so to like. I I don't need to defend myself uh-huh. here. No, you don't. Like, Absolutely not. It's it's the Cheech and Chong stuff. It's the the ending when Chainsaw Bob are smoking a big joint and he says something like, "This could use more weed." Yeah, it's the dumbest joke in the world, and it's yeah. still got a laugh out of me. <laughs> and it's like, am I proud of that? No, but you know, listen, man. <laughs> sometimes stuff is funny what do you want sometimes, yeah it's it's kind of the broken lizard thing yeah where it's like the jokes they're just so simple and dumb right and i love this, them the the, the one that this the broken lizard one that floors me every fucking time is move that gigantic cotton candy <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid line yeah <laughs> doesn't matter anyway, sometimes it yeah, just sometimes, gets me. sometimes dumb dumb stuff is, is dumb simple stuff is funny i don't know what do you yeah. want? I don't know. Clerks three, <laughs> old Clerks guys. Three. They so are they are looking old. mighty old. Yeah. 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 They really are. Whew. Clerks was Sorry. a long time ago. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, you know they didn't have color film back then, Tom. That's right. Yeah, that's, it hadn't been that's why it's yet. black and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, uh, it's 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 damn near thirty years ago. Yeah, I hate that. I mm-hmm. hate that thought. Mm, I don't like it. Mm, don't like it. Not a fan uh all right well we're gonna move on to news stories but first um we have more uh producers to thank including uh davy francis nine davy goes to hell thank, thank you so much you. 
Uh, thank you to Oh Great, it's that guy. Thank oh, thank you. you. Uh, thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much. Uh, thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank sure. you. <laughs> thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Thank I sure you. do. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you so much. Steven. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank you thank so much. You. All right, let me uh, swoop in here. Uh, thank you to Asking Seven. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. Uh, and how. Thank you to Amanda Shevitz Maltov says, Economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Yes. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Yes. Thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Absolutely. Thank you to pre-order Jason Pargin's new book. Pre-orders are super important. It's true. It is true. That guy's going to have to, or that this, this person's going to have to change their name pretty soon. Uh, knowing Jason, maybe the, not. I think the book is coming. Oh, right. <laughs> He's going to have <laughs> He's one always, right after yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be a Stranger Things spinoff and stage play. Not yeah. sure about the old stage play, but like, why not? They're saying the spinoff is going to be, as they put, a thousand percent different. Mm-hmm. So I think, all right, here's, here's, here's my proposal. Yeah. Is like a completely different group of people well yeah like no nobody right nobody and the only thing related will be the upside down yeah yeah that's, that's gotta be make it make the show in the upside down <laughs> yeah that would be cool um, um yeah they've talked about a couple other projects that they're doing it's basically the duffer brothers sort of founded their own production studio this week called upside down pictures and these are the slate of projects that they are starting with which is cool. I would love to see, and I know they will, but I would love to see them do something that isn't Stranger Things. They are. Uh, the two other things that are oh, on their slate are uh, a, a Netflix series adaptation of the Stephen King, Peter Straub book, The Talisman. Ooh, Ooh yeah. The, someone's reading it in Stranger and, Things. Yeah, Lucas is reading it. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, I almost spoiled something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you didn't. Uh, but I didn't. Um, and, uh, the other one is a series, I believe also for Netflix, a series adaptation of Death Note. So, oh, that's cool too. Yeah. I, I, that's cool. I want to see them do another original thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that, that is right up their alley. Mm-hmm. I think the Duffer brothers, I do, I, I do want to see them. will do literally anything they want. Of right. Of course. At this yeah. Point. They'll, they'll give them, that's what this is, <laughs> is, is Netflix yeah. letting them do whatever they want. Um, I do want to see the Duffer brothers like actually adapt a Stephen King story since it's obvious they, they pay so much homage to Stephen yes. King stories and stranger things that it would be cool to see them yeah, and do like, a Stephen King story the 80s adaptations mm-hmm. like they're into so like if they adapt they're gonna make it look like a fucking old timey adaptation yeah i i it's weird is like they can right now do no wrong for me i was so i was having a chat about stranger things with like a couple people with like cody and stuff and like we were just uh, I, i'm not gonna spoil anything but we were just slowly tearing the plot apart like like there was so many like plot holes or, oh like, yeah it doesn't make like sense. spinning wheels yeah and it and even doing that, at the end of the conversation, I was just like, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> like, that's yeah. kind of how it is for me with Stranger Things, riveted. which is like, yeah, which is it, it, I'm one of those fans where it's like kind of the same way people are where you point out like something wrong with Obi-Wan and people are like, yeah, I liked it. And it's like, you can't really argue with that. And no. so I'm, I feel the same way where I'm like, ah, I just like Stranger Things. 
Yeah. I don't know. I like all the characters. I like the vibe. Yeah, it's not perfect, but I like it. No. Uh, you know, there's a lot of issues in the plot. Sure. Uh, but I like it. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. And honestly, like, I, I, I get a little exhausted. Like, unless the plot holes uh, and it's stuff. It's not like- even plot holes. It's more of like... There's some storytelling stuff in there that's like it's clearly they're clear they're stretching for time. You oh know? Uh, yes, yeah, a thousand which is, percent, yeah, yeah, which is weird because it's the episodes are also like two hours long. They were, that finale is two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's like okay, it's guys, <laughs> but also at the same time, I wanted to see all of it, like every single scene in that finale. Right. I was like, okay, I see why you couldn't cut this any shorter. I st- yeah, I still got <laughs> sad when it was over. Yeah, and I was like, damn, I have no more Stranger Things to watch. Yeah, but yeah, it's you know. stories aren't puzzles uh you know they're not like recitations of 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 reality so it's like yeah sometimes things aren't going to add up because that's not the point it's not a chronicle it's a story so i i can get a little exhausted by picking apart movies like that if it's if we're really nitpicking you know what i mean yeah for sure Um, it depends it for me it always depends which is like if i like something I'm not going to notice at the time. And then afterwards we'll be like, Oh yeah, that was, that was I mean, stupid. There's, there's a lot and of, it, there's a lot of wacky horse shit in like Jurassic park, for instance. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. do not care. Don't so, care. Because no, it yeah. doesn't matter. Right. It, but if something starts getting boring or bad, that's yeah, when I start, that's when you start be, noticing, noticing it. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. And, and it, I agree where it's like, same with back to the future or anything I grew up loving. It's like most of it doesn't make sense, you know. Terminator Two, they're the Terminator One. They they make these rules, and then Terminator Two, they they break the rules immediately. Break them, like yep. yeah. It's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the end result, the ends justify the means. Basically, <laughs> the, the end result is the greatest action movie ever made. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like yeah, I don't I don't give a shit. Who cares? Yeah. With Stranger <laughs> Things though, the things that I did notice, it's like again not plot holes, but it's like structurally they did some shit. Yeah. Like, there's what it, I, I think what, i know what you're talking about it's just yeah but yeah please go ahead what it comes down to with stranger things is it feel it felt like this season the biggest critique i've seen that's i feel is valid is that they spent four seasons just gaining more and more characters there are so many characters and this season it felt like they didn't know what to do with half of them yes and so they just give them like the entire again no not not spoiling but Basically, the the entire threads that aren't the the L thread and the um and like back at Hawkins, everything else they have to like shoehorn in stuff mm-hmm. like Mike and uh, the other one. Like jo- they don't Jonathan. need to be in there. Yeah, not like there's so many characters where it's like you could have pulled this completely out, but it again it doesn't really matter because I'm in, I, I'm enjoying it. So yeah. And I, I want to see I, what all these characters are doing. Yeah, and I want to see the spinoff. Uh, I'd love to see the stage play, although that sounds boring as shit. But I'll see. I don't know how it. you. Well, I don't know. You'll see. We'll see. Yeah, a lot. Of, I would say a lot of Stranger Things to me is like the mood of the the way they shoot it, and mm-hmm. so that's why it's like stage play, huh? I mean, all right. <laughs> uh, seems weird, but I would. Yeah. I wouldn't say no. I'm not going to write it no. off. You never know. No, you never know. Sometimes shit works out really well when it's adapted yeah. for the stage yeah it's it's and i do think this this world can be mined a little longer in terms of spin-offs and stuff but i do think like 
in general, like as much as I enjoy Stranger Things, mm-hmm. like they originally wanted to only do four seasons. Right. And I think it was originally supposed to be a limited thing. And so like I feel like going the other way with it might might not be the best mm-hmm. idea. But again, for me, I'm like, eh, fuck it. Like more. I like more. Yeah. For this more. right now. I'm not sick of it yet. So um, And it's only it's only got one more season after this, so Yeah, I know. Speaking of things that we're going to get more of, mm-hmm. uh, James Cameron's been doing the Avatar interviews. I love it. Uh, I love it. He every, you know, he he he'll be quiet for ten years, and then he comes out of his his undersea cave to just fucking obliterate people in interviews, be yep. a cantankerous asshole, and disappear yeah. back into the ocean. Yeah. So he he criticized everybody for like not remembering the names of the characters, and no, it's like I, I'm what what yeah what happened there? It, it, that was like an example of like uh, him saying how like like critiques he's hearing about is like he's he was responding right. to the critique of like why are we doing five Avatar movies? Nobody remembers Avatar, and the the common thing the common rhetorical device people will employ when they're making this point is name the characters in avatar so that's what he was referring to he was just talking about how like he's sick of hearing that critique it's like look obviously this was the biggest movie of all time uh he's he's just like you know just basically he's like shut the fuck up and watch the movie and then and then talk shit is basically what he's saying right he's also talking about like people complaining about the length and he's just like just go get up and go to the bathroom like you'll binge you'll binge five hours of a tv show we're just talking about how stranger things season finale one episode was two and a half hours long right so he's like just get up and go to the bathroom it's fine like you don't. it's very funny yeah it's it's, because i think the thing he's missing is at least with me like if this was a conversation directed at me Uh personally the thing he's missing for me is like i just i don't like avatar enough i'm sorry yeah it's like (laughs) Like, i'm not there's i mean it's i I don't think it's i don't think it's like i I thought it was kind of (laughs) boring i'm i don't know what to tell you man yeah Uh, i'm not i'm not like please don't hurt me (laughs) yeah i'm not sharing these because i like agree with him necessarily i just think it's funny that he's just coming out he 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 won't give interviews for like years because he's you know obsessed with whatever project he's working on, and then he'll come out with just fucking guns of blazing like this, right? And <laughs> I, I yeah, and I'm kind of like, all right, I guess I'll see it because he's yelling at me. Sure. Uh, and and I like, mean, I'm not it, not gonna see the new Avatar. I'm not movie. not gonna see it. That's yeah. the yeah, that's the thing. Uh, it's just very funny. Yeah, his, his rage. And now he's saying that he may not direct the final films, yeah. which is very funny to me because it's like, fucking James, you led us all here. You're making yeah. us watch you've, Avatar. You've been, you've been dragging us towards this fucking event horizon for like 13 years now. Right. And then he, and then in the end of the day, he's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll do because they've done two and three and he's talking about he might not direct four and five. Right. It feels like it's like. It's like a friend being like, oh, my God, we got to hang out on this day. We got to hang out and like bothering you. And then you get to the day and they're like, ah, I'm kind of busy. Yeah, it's like, really motherfucker, like you, Dude, you, you, yeah. you're the one who facilitated this. Yeah. Um, but <sighs> I kind of get it because, as I just said, he's been working on these sequels for like the past 13 years. Yeah. Um, no, and I get it. Too. They're finally coming out. I, they filmed two and three back to back, I believe. Um, so he's directed those. That's but, like he probably wants to do something else. <laughs> so. Right. 
I don't and know, also man. we might not get these might not do well so we might yeah. not get four and five right it's just very funny like it feels like this might end with a standoff between james cameron yeah. and the cops yeah <laughs> but it's <laughs> Like, I don't see I feel any like cameras. He's been obs- yeah, he's been <laughs> he's been like obsessing over Avatar. Yeah, and like and like and all- also no, the, the world only- is not giving anything back to him. Like, right? Nobody wants it. Well, the, the thing is, the, the the thing is, is the only reason like anyone I've seen who is hyped about these new movies, and honestly, like kind of hyped about the original movies too. But like, the only reason people care about Avatar is because of James Cameron. Is because right. he's it's, he's the writer director. Like right. if, it, if anybody else was making these, it would yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. No interest. Do not care. Like if J- yeah. if I just said minutes ago, uh, I'm not not going to see the new Avatar. If it wasn't written and directed by James Cameron, I would not see it. Yeah. Like I'd here, be like, I don't care. I'm all set. Here, yeah. Here's what I think. So here's what weirds me out about Avatar. Is that James Cameron, it feels like he's on tilt. James Cameron made Titanic. He made Aliens. He made Terminator, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I would love James Cameron to be like, you know what? I'm making another Aliens. You know? Like, I would, I would, fuck it. I'd be like, if he was like, I'm making another Terminator. I'd be like, absolutely, man. Hell yeah. But what, in his career, something weird happened. Because he made, (laughs) he made so many amazing films. And then he made Avatar. And it did, it was the biggest film ever, right? Mm -hmm. But people largely didn't care about it either. We saw it because it was James Cameron and because of the hype around it. And it was like a technological event, yeah. Yeah. But uh, something wasn't good enough for him. And it's weird to see James Cameron, a man who made his career off of going from one huge blockbuster to the next, stop in his tracks and be like and now i'm only doing avatar mm-hmm. and it's like wait what for a you decade know, like, and a half yeah i mean he and was always like, his cadence as a filmmaker has always been slow but like a decade and a half is a long ass time right and it's it is so weird because it's his weakest film and it, it's it like, really if, is if, it really if, is yeah <laughs> and it, so it's so fucking it's like if scorsese stopped at like the color of money and was like now i'm making five more of these and it's like what okay like it's i actually color money is a good film but you know what i mean yeah where it feels so arbitrary and weird for him to obsess over this one thing when it's like dude just move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. make it make something else that's good you make so many good things but it's just this and I yeah. don't know what happened. Is he haunted by this film in some way? I don't know. I feel like, like you said, it's going to be a, a end up being like a staring contest or like a game of chicken between James Cameron and the studio. Because I feel like it just kept taking longer and longer and just kept getting pushed back and back. Right. And to the point where the entire landscape of movies has changed. You know, it's all right. dominated by like two studios and Marvel That's the movies. Thing. Is uh, he, he? Yeah, he's he's sort of stuck in like 2007 with yeah. this shit, where it's like, yeah, now every movie is Avatar. Like, yeah, it, it's not, it's not now, really now. Multiple films break a billion dollars a year. Yeah, and they're all CGI. Yeah, and spectacles, most like of Avatar them are dog was. shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Avatar doesn't feel special in the landscape in the current landscape not at, at all. all. Yeah, at all. And it's like I want I want like a documentary about this. I want to know what happened. Because it feels like something happened to James Cameron 
after Avatar that like put him on tilt that where he went on this weird like spiral where now he's obsessed with doing Avatar. I wonder if it was him losing best director to his ex-wife. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that for honestly like he was nominated be. for Avatar and that's when um Yeah. I I think it's I think it's a Lucas effect, which is funny because the Lucas effect is caused by Titanic. Because I I always think about how Lucas made Star Wars and then he tried to make Willow and all this other stuff and it all failed. Mm -hmm. And then he did the re-release of Star Wars. And the re-release of Star Wars, if you remember, got blown out of the box office by Titanic. And and then that's where the famous clips from behind the scenes of him going, we're never going to beat Titanic. Nothing did. When he's making the prequels. Mm -hmm. And so it really feels like Lucas had this, like, he went on tilt from Titanic. Like, it feels like Titanic made him go like, ah, fuck it. I'm making more Star Wars, goddammit. And, like, started to obsess over that idea where, like, before that he was actually, he was trying to make other things, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if James Cameron has a similar thing where it's like, this is like his Star Wars where it's like, now it's all he does. Well, I think, like, Lucas had decided to do the prequels before the the re-release of Star Wars. That was sort of like to grease us up for the prequels. Oh, okay, the prequels yeah. went into production, I think ninety six. Um, that checks out. And the re- you know obviously the re releases of Star Wars were in ninety seven. Um, but he definitely had a moment in his career where he was trying to do other things. Yes, yeah. So and it like didn't if, work if any, out. Yeah, if anything, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, yeah. I think yeah. Point still stands. Like, I, it feels like James Cameron had just a longer period where he successfully did things, and then he just he's just stuck at avatar there's just something about it it seems like that is like you know what damn it i'm remembering the um he is always every interview well not every interview but he's given a lot of interviews about terminator the original one that he made for orion and then they'll invariably the uh he and the the president of orion at the time had a very acrimonious relationship and like in subsequent interviews, uh, the Orion president has said, like, James Cameron keeps beating the drum of, like, nobody at Orion believed in me, and now look at him. And, like, he keeps, like, talking shit about that. And, like, the Orion president was like, I don't know what else he wants from me. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he wants me to admit. It's like, yeah, obvi- I was wrong. Obviously, it happens. Like, he made a, he made a great movie that everybody reveres as a classic. He's had an incredible career. I don't know what the fuck else he wants from me. Like why he keeps bringing this up. It's like, I, like he, it seems like he's that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think for a while it was, it was pure ego, right? Yes. Where no, it was, there was this moment 100%. where they would famous Star ego. Wars. Yeah. Well, well all around, right. It was like Star Wars, biggest movie. And then it would be like Titanic, biggest movie. And it, it, it like, or like Jurassic Park, biggest movie where, or it started with Jaws, I guess it was like Jaws and Star Wars where they would like make those little art, like congratulations yeah. messages. And so there was this constant idea of like these single guys who would who could take responsibility, even though obviously it was more than this them for making the biggest movie, and they were allowed to the studios to have all the power, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that used to be how it was, and they grew a lot of egos. Where like, yeah, I think for a while Lucas and Spielberg and and um, Cameron were all fantasizing about beating the other one, you know, and like we're gonna do it. And while that was happening, 
quietly this new thing happened, which was just Blockbuster suddenly became these, you know, the Marvel system. It's a commodity. It's like, it, not a commodity. It's, it's a... Um... But it's like, suddenly it's not one person. It's right. a it, committee, studio. Committee. Yeah. A committee. So they, they have these egos. And I think what's... I, I almost feel like James Cameron... Like, I feel like Spielberg moved on. He's just like, yeah, all right. That, that, that era is over. I'm going to make other things. Yep. Lucas moved on in a much darker way but we moved on nonetheless <laughs> he Lucas... moved on he moved on in a way that i identify more closely with <laughs> yeah yes where he's like here have it all give me millions of dollars i'm well, gonna go to my mansion and sulk right. he moved on in a way not not in that aspect but in a way that is sort of like self-defeat and, and partial self-destruction <laughs> yeah god that picture of him with mickey mouse it's the funniest fucking thing and so like these big people, they used to be, they were blockbusters. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They were on top. They were king of the world, as James Cameron put it God, yeah. uh, so perfectly. Uh, and now I think Avatar was right at the end. And I think it was like, right? Like it was 2009, 2009. and then superhero. Yeah. And then what happened right after that? Superheroes. And like, even before that, like we, you know, Peter Jackson came in, I think, Peter Jackson was seen as like, oh, we got another one. Like he's supposed to be another like mm -hmm. James Cameron. And another then he made King Kong. Yeah. And and so it felt like things were going well. And then slowly sneaking up were comic book movies. And now it became, yeah, a thing where it's like there's no. And we've shifted back from auteurs to the studio. Right. And the studio just ate them. And so they don't have that competition anymore. So I think there's a frustration there with James Cameron. I'm completely guessing, obviously, but like he's like blue balled by Avatar. Uh, <laughs> Ironically, like, yeah, big Navi blue balls. Yeah, where where a lot, like a lot of blue nuts were yeah were sprayed in Avatar. It's almost like it, because the thing is, Avatar was the biggest film, right? It yeah. won. Yeah, James Cameron won. And so imagine if you won this race. And then suddenly, like, a big robot came in and won instead of you. That's what it feels like, right? Like, he's like, I did it. I beat out, like, fuck you, George Lucas. Fuck you, Spielberg. And then Marvel, this entity, is just like, nah, no. We're, t we're, we're actually making the biggest things in the world now. And they kind of they, they did it a little shittily, too, where they, like, re-released yeah. Endgame and, like, on a, like, a, I believe demanded theaters to, to, open it back up on a certain number of screens because disney right, you, can you, do that shit yeah you could argue they're not yeah it's it's corporate and it's not by its own merit and so james cameron never got he got that victory he got the bit highest grossing over the other two guys and it was short-lived and then everybody forgot about it because we just got swamped with avatars basically just speak cgi spectacles so i maybe that really fucked him up yeah, you know? maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. We've been sitting it does... here playing therapist for James Cameron for the past 15 minutes. Yeah, but it does make sense, right? It's yeah. like you work towards something and then you finally get it and then it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's just like, ah, too bad, man. We, we're we doing superheroes now. We don't care about your accomplishment. We don't care about Avatar. So now it's what, like, well, what, fuck, man. What they need to let him do is put out that Spider-Man movie he wrote. Yes. Holy God. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh, <laughs> if 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 you have if any of you listening have not read James Cameron's 
screenplay for Spider-Man that he wrote back in the 90s, I think. Yeah. Um, go find it. It's it's You can find it. It yeah, is you something sure can. else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, James. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy C. See, it yeah. works because he is... His his last name begins with the C, and he is from the C. Ooh, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can move on if you want to. I would love to. Let's do it. All right, more more people to thank. Let's name thank some more Adele- of our Patreon producers. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron with patrons at midnight. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Exploding Rune. Thank you so much. Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist. How? Thank you so much. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Tux. 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 Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you so much. Thank you to Norm from Cheese. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Always. Yeehaw. Always McNulty in space. All right. Uh, let me take over here. Thank you to your mom. Thank you. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Follow Marine on Twitch and Patreon at Heartfist Brain McGuire. Oh, thank you. Thank you to AJ. Thanks. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Tip Drizzle. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Yeah. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Yeah. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Yes. Thank you thank to Christopher you. Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Beautiful. Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Mm, yeah. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> thank you to nom, Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. Thank you. All right. Dave. Thank you. Dave. Yes. You you, you Prince of New England. Yes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Do you have a film that perhaps could use a little bit more hype? I think I do. What fun? I think I do. I think I do. Okay. Uh, I have one for next week that I'm very excited for too, but that's not that's not today. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about today. Uh, there's there's there, my point is I was I found like a bunch that oh was your like cup runneth through. over. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This one is called Medusa. Uh, this is I chose this because it's coming out soon. It's coming out July 29th in select theaters. Uh, it is <laughs> the, the 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 film threat review says it's <laughs> Suspiria confined with Jesus camp. Uh, so it's like, oh, okay. Well, that... <laughs> sure. It's very Dario Argento. Uh, yeah. You can see from the trailer. It is, it, it's got like goblin-esque uh, rock scores. Uh, it's, it even has a bit from Suspiria in it, uh, which is like, oh, do you remember? Like the, the bit in Suspiria is women with S names are mm-hmm. evil. They they're, do that here snakes, with- specifically. They're snakes, yeah. They do that here with M names. Um it's a Brazilian um, director. It's about a fundamentalist Christian community in Brazil. And um, they, uh, they're they like a weird cult, right? Where like they wear white doll masks and go around and beat up women in the streets. They're also, it's all women. They beat up other women in the streets for sinful acts. Mm-hmm. Um which is it's a real fucking, court of owls looking motherfuckers with yeah. these masks. They make them do like a, a pledge to Jesus. Uh, then they post it on, on social media and it's all around like a former leader, I believe um, of a young woman who did a nude scene in a movie and got like her face burnt. 
for for doing it and they're trying to find her again and they find her they like i'm looking i'm looking at the um synopsis yeah, i believe none they of this go is and in the work. trailer they, the trailer's just yeah, a lot they, of like they, freaky oh, deaky they work, yeah they go and work at like a clinic and they find someone in like a coma with a mask in the basement and and that's as much as i know and yeah the trailer is as you said freaky deaky uh it's mostly the 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 appeal is mostly in this fucking trailer right yeah it's people in like eyes wide shut masks um yeah and a lot of real surreal stuff like if you've seen like we've said Dario Argento and it's like very clearly yeah that's who the filmmaker is is emulating and it it just looks the colors um the way it's shot the music the sort of surreal vibe of it it looks i don't know how much sense it's gonna make as a narrative but i'm super excited to watch it yeah me too it's it's it i think it'll make more sense than the trailer presents i'm sure it's, yeah yeah it's that like neon uh noirish like weird look where like there's clearly like this fundamentalist christian group and they have like a weird symbol you can see in the trailer mm-hmm. and they're portrayed certain through certain colors and like i think it's just it's like it's like they're, they're, it's treating it like a cult right and i assume it's going to be a like there'll be a character who like realizes that it's wrong or I don't, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. It looks wild. Yeah. Uh, but it looks, yeah, quite good. And I think it's a horror movie, right? This is giving me that horror vibes. They say it's the, the, the write up that you have linked here calls it genre bending. So it, but it definitely does have uh, lots yeah. and lots of horror vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so and I think it's, it's a, be... it's a new filmmaker, right? A relatively new. I believe so, yeah. Uh, and so, or, or did I, I just know. pull that out of my ass? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure. I, I'm sure they made like shorts and stuff like that. Um, uh, I I don't know. It uh, it it should be noted that it looks Dario Argento, but it doesn't. It it, it still is its own thing. It's its own thing. It's just very clearly, you know, like uh, like we just got clearly through talking inspired, about how like, heavily right. inspired. Yeah. The the director had has made one other movie before it called Kill Me Please, and then a bunch of shorts. Okay. Uh, so she's been around a little bit, um, and so I don't know. And uh, looking at Kill Me Please, it doesn't look like it's a, the same style, which is kind of cool because that means the director is like purposefully being like i'm making a dario argento style film mm-hmm. for this one so that's kind of cool cool yeah i'm into it yeah, yeah yeah yeah. medusa good name um yeah yeah check cause... out the trailer if 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 you'll know pretty quickly whether or not you're going to be into it yeah yeah for sure i am wondering what the significance of medusa is because medusa she's not bad right like she literally just go went into a cave and is like everybody re- leave me alone and then, like, people just kept... I think she's bar- kind of bad, in- but, like... Well, people just keep busting into her cave. I think it's... The, I think it's... The title is the idea of sort of terrible beauty. Um, right, right. But, yeah. I don't know. I'm just... Don't... haven't seen the movie yet, basing this entirely on the trailer. So, uh, check out the trailer. Yes. Do it. I'm just on Medusa's side, is my point. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Medusa oh, yeah. was Obvious. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like... On. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you turn people to stone, yeah, he he goes into her cave. Like, you came to her house. She's not bothering anybody. Exactly. In fact, like, if you if your stare turned people into stone, 
the most responsible thing to do is go live in a cave. Like, just go live away from people. Yeah. And then it's not your fault if assholes are like, aha, I'm coming in to go kill you. And yeah. it's like, fuck you, man. She turns men to stone. What were they doing? Yeah. Break, breaking, breaking into her into house. Her house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like that's her her right as a, yeah. as a citizen. <laughs> Seems like she did nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, check this out. Check yeah. this film out. I don't have anything else to say. I think we've done it, Dave. I think we I did think it too. I think we did a sewed. Listen, folks, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. You, you had fun. We had fun. Uh-huh. We all had, it was fun. It was great. It was fun we time. had a great time together. And now it, now it must time. end for now. Yeah, for now. For um, now. Why don't you tell them some stuff they can do in the meantime, Dave? Yeah, they can check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, we have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Muller's a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Mm. Uh, for $10 a month, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. Yeah, That's you can. tonight. Who can say what we're going to watch? Oh, uh, I have no uh, idea. <laughs> yeah, well, technically, I have I have the ability to pick. Oh, right. You're going to be a birthday monster this week, huh? Yeah. So I can I can pick whatever I want. It is your divine right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check that shit out. Yeah. And then we have all sorts of other tiers on there that you can check out as well. And that's it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? All right. <laughs> we also have a Here's store. A store. Head over to our uh, head over to gamefitemployee.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> where you can find all sorts of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts and mugs and stickers and posters and all sorts of things. So, you know, take a look. Check it out. Yeah. Absolutely check it out. Yeah. You goofs. And you fucking goofs. You goddamn goofs. Yeah. Fuck you. With your sorry. spinning bow ties and your exploding cigars. <laughs> that's um, you. That's you. That's what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> we just pegged you. Nailed it. Ah, yep. You were just eviscerated by my wit. <laughs> um, let's be done. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our channel artwork is produced by Michael Vincent Bramley. You can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mvbramleyart. Our episode artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info. Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. 
Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds.